previously on Living Truthfully. You know, in my first episode of the podcast, I talked about healing through acceptance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I mentioned this divorce and I've had a, a, a bit of feedback of people asking me to dig a little deeper about my experience. Uh-huh. And I want to do that. And I want to ask if, would you, would you come and, uh, you know, share your experience with us as well? Yeah, why not? Oh, fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. On our next episode, Marcus, we are discussing uh-huh. divorce. Fun times. Oh my gosh, that will be a tough conversation. But yes, let's do it. Welcome to episode 4 of Living Truthfully and Living Truthfully is a podcast that is really just my perspective as an African man on everything that is life, parenting, relationships, work, business, uh, you know, just friendships, all that, that, all that is life around me and I want to be able to live one single authentic life and that's what this podcast is about. As I promised in studio, I am with the one and only Marcus Solang. Well, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, Marcus. Thank you so much for coming, man. Hey, thank you for inviting me, Amani. Thank you. you. I appreciate such it. Such good people. Uh, that conversation that we had on phone mm. over Christmas, yeah. just before Christmas, was intense, wasn't it? It it was it was quite it was quite something, and you just you know it's one thing to have a conversation because at that point I was talking to you, you yes, know, as yes, as yes. it was just a conversation. You were having convo, but then just seeing the kind of reaction it was getting mm. was a whole other story of its own. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna get into that in in, in just a bit, but first, uh, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was actually quite good. Um, what did you do? So had a bit of it was a working Christmas. Actually, it still is a working Christmas holiday time mm. uh, type thing. But did have a Christmas Eve dinner with a couple of friends, mm. which was quite good. Um, there was a place that was running offers, and boy, oh boy, hey, this. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. this body of mine is not uh, built as by young, air. As young that as young as it was, it used to be. Yeah. And it's not built by air. It's like not built say. by air. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. What is it built with? Ah, uh, let me tell you, it was built by such offers that were there on that night. Buy one, get one free. Uh, buy burger at half price. Buy, I don't know what, what, what. Chicken wings was unlimited. They had unlimited chicken wings. But Marcus, you're oh such a gosh. bad friend. Let me, let's just talk about this for a second. Uh-huh. Why didn't you call me? Oh, right. What kind of friend are you? That's my bad though. No. However, in my defense, mm-hmm. in my defense, mm-hmm. I think we would have finished the kitchen, please. Just because I'm fat. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you something, yeah? Between the two of us, let's just be honest. We are both on the healthier side of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, both of us together, and uh, that place is a small establishment. Uh, yeah, that kitchen stuff would have been stressed. Uh, I, ju- I just think that now you owe me. 
you know what? Bottomless wings. Consider it done. Bottomless wings. Let me tell like you a thing. Kwanza there is a place that's opening in Lavington mm-hmm. that has my heart mm-hmm. and has chicken wings that are heavenly. I will share that place with you. Yes. So, I I I did what I had hoped to do. I uh-huh. crashed the Christmas party I talked about. How was that? It was fantastic. It yeah? was really good. Such warm people and good laughs. And it was really funny that afternoon, I think. But what I did that morning, which is uh, which is a great thing, I remembered a friend mm-hmm. who is having their first Christmas alone. Mm. And just like we talked about it, yeah. I thought I should follow my own advice. And mm. so I called this friend up yeah. and we went and had breakfast mm-hmm. on, on uh, Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. So we went to CJ's. I had not had a CJ's breakfast and that was, that was good fun. Yeah? Yeah. Are they as good as I hear them to be? Yeah. Oh. We, we have to do that. Okay. All right. So, you've done Christmas, uh-huh. you've enjoyed yourself, and then you start to look at the feedback that's yes. coming from the podcast that we mm. did. Mm. How did that feedback make, make you feel? You know, it's one thing to have the conversation as we would. Mm. It's a whole other thing to see it in the perspective of someone else, through someone else's perspective. Mm. Um, and just seeing... Uh, that there are people who listen to that podcast and listen to what we were talking about and listen to us having just a simple conversation as two friends on the phone mm. and and seeing that there are people who actually so solidly connected with what we were saying yeah. that they actually were there were people that were dreading that christmas alone yes and and that there are people who felt i wouldn't say liberated liberated is a bit big of a term mm-hmm. but felt some form of connection with what was happening mm. that was power today we're going to just be having the conversation about men hurting yes after a sep- after a separation or divorce mm-hmm. uh, and and let me let me create context for it mm. a- an interesting study by Dester University a uh, recent study actually um revealed that majority of divorced couples seek to go their separate ways before their 10th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. So here's a key finding. Obviously, we, we can feel and we can tell that mm-hmm. divorces have become more mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Know, with our time. Mm-hmm. So a key finding was that 42% of divorced couples were divorced by their 5th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I think that's a it's an interesting statistic. You follow mm. that statistic. Yeah, actually, when you put it that way, I, I, I usually find it more fun to put it as out of every ten, four of them are gone. Are gone by this point. All right, and then seventy-seven percent of the people divorced mm-hmm. were divorced before their tenth anniversary, yes. uh-huh. and then there was twenty-three percent that were divorced after their tenth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Now, when you read a bit more about this this mm-hmm. research. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a conversation that is had mm-hmm. about w- when is the best time to prevent divorces mm-hmm. and people agree that you know generally that this is when the marriage is beginning mm-hmm. o- obviously then it goes into the reasons for divorce and yeah. there's unfaithfulness yeah. there's money there's domestic violence there's all sorts uh-huh. every time i talk about uh, my separation and divorce people mm-hmm. ask me why mm-hmm. what happened mm-hmm. Um, I'm careful about how I respond to this question because mm-hmm. I want to take responsibility for my part of the story and not necessarily paint my partner or my, you know, the person I was married to yes. 
um, in any light. Yes. I want to ask before you know we, we go to the day you left. Yes. And I'll talk about the day I left. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your reason? How can you mm-hmm. can you package your reason? Mm-hmm. Have you have you figured out how to put it in a nice uh-huh. sentence? I haven't yet. That's I find that sometimes that's a funny thing about truth. Mm. Truth sometimes refuses to fit itself into a nice neat it's, it's little not package. Neat, eh? Yes. Truth is not neat. Yes. Quote by Marcus Olang. <laughs> <laughs> um a lot of times when we ask what was the reason, uh we are expecting to hear simple clean answers. They cheated. They were abusive. Money. Money, money is, is also, but you see the thing about money is it isn't quantifiable because mm. of how we live. Because yeah. for money, we are told, ah, you know, these things happen, you'll work it You'll out. You'll be surprised, bro. I've seen uh, people who are like, the guy can't handle his money. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I got uh, money is a big one. Finances, it is, yeah, it is. is a big one. It is. So, what's yours? Now, having said that, it is not, it's, it's not a neat package. Mm-hmm. What I would attribute it to is. I don't believe we had a solid union to start with. Mm. I don't believe we had so a So it was broken union. from the beginning. It was broken from the beginning. Okay. Uh, and it was one of those situations where, again, and I'm very thankful for my friends and the people around me. Mm-hmm. These are people who we've given each other permission to call each... How far can our language go on this podcast? Well, let's keep it... Um, are, we, are we at Deadpool levels of PG or are we at... Uh, uh, X Men levels of PG. Um, I think X Men. X Okay, yeah. so so <laughs> the th- <Shucks. laughs> the thing about um uh, my the friendships that uh, I've cultivated around me is mm-hmm. we've given each other permission to call each other out on our nonsense. Okay, and what, what are you going to say bullshit? No. Okay. Yeah, it was a bit further down this. Okay. Scale. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep it between yeah. nonsense. And so bullshit. bullshit is fine. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. We can call each other out on our bullshit. Yeah. So, um, even before um, the wedding in itself, mm. there were a lot of people, including uh, our then mentor couple, mm. who said, "Listen, we don't think that this is going to work." Currently, mm-hmm. maybe if you give each other time to grow and learn each other a bit more, mm-hmm. then there may be a better chance down the road. Because I remember having that meeting with our But do then- we listen at that time? Though? Oh, no. Why? What What are you saying about our love? Mm-hmm. We can endure. Yeah. There are other happy endings out Something there. inside so oh, strong. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> know that we can make it. I feel like we're going back to the hang. I'm Yo. like, wow. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you, I feel you on that one because mm. I had, mm-hmm. you know, one or two people mm. tell me, are you sure? Are you ready? Yes. Are you making the decision yes. based on factors that are not just the two of you? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't I couldn't hear mm-hmm. what they were saying. Mm. What's, what's crazy, though, mm-hmm. is that I had about four of my friends mm-hmm. at my house uh, a, a while back and we were having this conversation. Mm-hmm. And 100% of them, mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm was that they felt some sort of pressure mm-hmm. at the time from different reasons mm-hmm. to get into the marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay? Different reasons, different types of pressure. Yes. So most of those marriages that have now ended mm-hmm. were never really set on the right foundation in the first place. Exactly. However, mm-hmm. now that we're here, 
it happened it happened we it made happened, our decisions and the one thing that i usually make very clear is mm. in as much as um i was counseled in very many different ways before then mm. um it, the, the one thing i'm very clear in my mind about is it was not a mistake every decision i made is a decision that i own whether it turned that out badly so or not so powerful man i own that decision and, and i want to again applaud you for that because that is truth mm. i i did the same and i own the decisions mm. that i made uh, even those that catalyzed the end of my marriage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i want to say that some wonderful things happened in my yes marriage. exactly I had and the that most is why prosperous time in business mm-hmm. in my marriage mm-hmm. i have two wonderful children mm-hmm. from my marriage in fact i cannot imagine my life without them mm-hmm. i made some incredible decisions for my family mm-hmm. that i did not think i had the capacity mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. at the time i was married mm-hmm. um i even attempted you know pastoral training mm-hmm. <laughs> at the time mm-hmm. I, i i mean quite the adventure i can say and i don't regret it at all mm-hmm. and that's that's i want to applaud you for saying that mm-hmm. i think that's such a good perspective mm-hmm. I don't I don't regret it. Mm. Marcus. Mm. Was there any good in your marriage? Oh yeah, yes. There Is there was, anything that you liked from your marriage? There was a lot of good out of it. Uh one all honesty. Mm. There were points when the sex was amazing. Okay. One. Mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. When we were together, when we were one united front, mm. we were one solid united front. Mm. There was any anything that we would say and would put out mm. would almost be law. Mm. Um and and that was uh, there was a lot of good that came out of that. There was such good unity at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Um and three I do believe that because we were together we became better people. Mm. In as much as yes a marriage did eventually break down irreparably. Mm. Irrep- hey, hallelujah. Mm. Cheese. That word um in as much as it got to that point mm-hmm. I want to believe that even within the marriage mm. we took lessons and we learned things out of it. And, and, uh, and it's possible that you feed off because I feel like that happened to me mm. that I fed off the positive energy. Yes of my partner mm-hmm. and you know there are some good things that I learned from them yes and I'd imagine and I hope that there are some good things that they learned from me that yes. they carry on so yeah. it you become better people that yes. way yeah. yeah so th- there was there was quite a lot of good that came out of it I do know for a fact that the human being that I am today mm. I wouldn't be this person if I wasn't in that marriage I've been I've been out of my marriage for four years now and uh, the, the question the 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 interesting thing i have found is people find it hard to believe that i'm in pain mm-hmm. or that i've experienced pain mm-hmm. they imagine and I, i i don't know why that um, maybe because of an african perspective of how men should respond to these things mm-hmm. is that uh, you know the chick is on who's hurting and mm-hmm. i'm sure she she hurt but um that we don't hurt as well mm. and, and i i don't talk about her because mm. that's that's not part of this conversation i want to talk about us mm-hmm. and i want to say it from the onset it was painful for me mm-hmm. it was incredibly painful mm-hmm. and i lost i lost a lot of things with the loss of my marriage mm-hmm. i lost um i lost my family mm-hmm. well, that's the obvious thing mm-hmm. i lost my health 
um, it was in that period that I got hypertensive mm-hmm. and um, I also lost my mental health. I got mm-hmm. into depression. Mm-hmm. I lost my business. I couldn't run my business, so I ran it to the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a pun. Um, he's shaking it's his okay. head. <laughs> Imagine I love um, you as you are. I, I, I did lose some friends. I, I did lose some friends, which mm-hmm. I don't think they, they actually just like kicked me out. It just felt awkward to be in the same space with them. Mm-hmm. But most of all, I lost myself. Mm-hmm. I couldn't recognize who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm just picking up those pieces again. Mm-hmm. Complete upheaval mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. I was painful. Mm-hmm. That's my story. Mm-hmm. So, what day mm-hmm. so talk to, okay maybe talk to me what did you the decide that it was done yeah what, when did you decide it was done <laughs> that was a slow process that was a process over a period of nine months okay yes so that was a process that started um in my mind not the divorce process itself mm. in my mind started in october of 2015 mm. and there were just repeated points where it was Okay, no, at this point it's done. Then I talk myself back into it and say, you know, maybe I'm making a rushed decision. Mm. Maybe I'm being rash about it. I'm not being rational. Mm. Um, so it was a slow decision. There were, I would say, three or four key points in time. The mm. first one being that October of 2015, mm. another being February of 2016. Um, and I'd say the, the final point where I decided it is absolutely done was June 1st, 2016. Whatever reasons are there, mm-hmm. your your marriage has come to an end. Yes. And I want to, I want to paint the picture for, for, I want you to paint a picture for me mm-hmm. about the day you moved. Okay. Um, and let me, let me, let me, mo- let me start by talking about mine because I didn't have the courage to move out of them. Mm-hmm. I did not. Mm-hmm. So I found the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd already made a decision. We'd made a decision. We'd already spoken to the children about it mm-hmm. after I found the house. And mm-hmm. um, I was able to, at the time, make a few purchases mm-hmm. uh, for the house. Um, just some really basic purchases mm-hmm. to, get, to get me, you know, to leave mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe able to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew there were one or two items I was living with from my home that would not change mm-hmm. the lifestyle of my children. Mm-hmm. So we had you know, like an extra seat mm-hmm. so and an extra bed mm-hmm. so that I didn't have to buy one, mm-hmm. another one. So mm-hmm. I had that luxury mm-hmm. uh, that I, I realized most people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but on the day of moving, mm-hmm. I was in Naivasha mm-hmm. doing some work. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, someone who works for me, mm-hmm. who worked for me at the time mm-hmm. to do the move for me. Mm-hmm. And I gave him the money to pay the movers mm-hmm. and to go by the curtains and, you know, like mm. I walked into a house mm-hmm. that was fairly set mm-hmm. for me and even a bed that was made. Mm-hmm. I did not have the courage mm-hmm. to walk out of my home. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I would have broken down mm-hmm. so much earlier if mm-hmm. that had happened. I don't know if I could have handled it. Mm-hmm. What, what, if I may ask, yeah. what was going on in your mind at that time? I, I, I mean, think the, I, the decision, the, the quote-unquote decision and the action has been made. Yeah. But... 
it's it's a dichotomy uh-huh. um so on one hand uh-huh. you have this sense of freedom and you're like okay i can sort i can sort myself out in this free space that uh-huh. i have and i can figure stuff out and finally some peace because home is tense and uh-huh. home has this tension that you know makes it difficult to stay there uh-huh. On the other hand, complete fear mm-hmm. and uncertainty and anxiety mm-hmm. um, I couldn't believe it had happened mm-hmm. and my children my children are trying to understand it uh, my daughter was seven my son was five and around that time they several times said dad come mm-hmm. come back home ah, bro that was that was hard mm. that was very hard so there was a lot of fear and regret mm-hmm. have i done the right thing um Yeah. I don't know about you but so it was tearing you apart. It tore me apart for a long time. Yeah. And the hardest part of this separation I think for me was watching the pain that it caused my children. Yeah. And knowing that I am the reason mm. that their lives will probably be messed up for the rest of their lives. That's heavy. Yeah, I'm I'm now a statistic. One mm. one that you know the children will be saying my parents got divorced when I was, and that did this to me. You know, I don't I don't know if that's a reality. I've I've come to terms with. Yeah, yeah. Poor mm. man. It's all right. We're here now. So, you left at night. Let's move I, to you. Yes. You're, you're less emotional. I hear jungle men don't cry. Ah, no, it's a, hey, <laughs> go ask uh, two beloved friends of mine called Saiton and Riga. Mm. I have cried in that house so many times. So many times. Mm. Uh, for me, um, so uh, as, as I'd implied earlier on, there were things that were just building up. Mm. over time mm. um, and this bit I'm usually very transparent about um, June of 2016 is a night June 1st 2016 is a night I left mm. however I had filed prior to that oh wow I had filed in February of 2016 oh wow Um so this thing that happened in February mm. uh, um I got in touch with the lawyer filed and um papers were ready by mid mid February mid March mm. about mm-hmm. um but what I told him was again I I want to be sure mm. that I'm not rushing this process that I'm not in a hurry to end something that has a possibility of growth. Mm. 
mm. has a possibility of good has a possibility of the good outweighing the bad um once the papers already i decided to put a hold on 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 the process mm. um but i did mention to my then wife that i'm thinking about mm. divorce mm. um so fast forward to june and there's this i'll call it a catalyst mm-hmm. uh because i don't want to go into the details of it now mm. uh but uh, there's this catalyst of a situation and uh i get my things put them in the car and drive off mm-hmm. did no. you know that oh, what time of the night was that this was at uh, all this escalated between a period of 8:30 p.m. and 10:30 p.m. all right yes so at 8:30 p.m. were you thinking of leaving the house no so 8:30 p.m. was getting ready 8:30 p.m. we were watching the news highlights okay getting ready for dinner all right so what yes. was in the news that day was bad okay <laughs> so uh so 10:30 p.m. you mm. leave yes i'm assuming you've probably spent half an hour on packing mm. some things Mm-hmm. Uh, not everything yeah yes so some things and yes. you're leaving you're going where so i didn't i didn't know where i was going did I you grabbed. know did you know that you were leaving for good yes or you knew that that i knew oh wow i knew at that point in time this is a done deal i am not when i close that door behind me that was it <sighs> so I, there are many stories in this mm-hmm. conversation yes But I want to ask when you left mm-hmm. on that day mm. what did you feel It was several things mm-hmm. it was it was everything put together mm. it was it was frustration because I felt that we could possibly have done so much more mm. between the two of us mm. and with that linked with that is 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 a sense of pain uh because again This is a life that we have cultivated together for what three odd years. Mm. Um and at the same time mm. the thing about the end of relationships is it's not about the period of time you are together mm. it's it's the death of the hopes mm. and dreams mm. and 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 the It life really together that death, you yeah. had built in your because yeah. you had built something in your head and 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 for many people more than in their head yes. but they had actually built something yes. together so it's a death of all these different things yeah, and that's where the pains it doesn't matter how long <sighs> it happened before then it is that moment that the 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 reality that it is the end of a life shared and a life possibly coming ahead but Marcus yes it's been what now it's been almost 2 years 2 years 2016 yeah 2 years, years, and, uh, yeah, yeah, two years, years and, and change a few, and, and a few yes. a few months mm. have those have those years been bliss no no you mean you mean let me ask you uh-huh. the way i'm asked you mean it's even hard for men oh, it is incredibly difficult but why is it hard now it means you can get all the girls that you want hey 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 friends no that is far from re- okay it is reality for some men and to such men power to you power to you man some of us uh, <laughs> yeah anyway uh, <laughs> but it's it's 
it's Des- not about describe the pain. So you see, the thing about it is, we imagine as a society that a man going single means freedom, mm. but it's there's a lot more happening beyond that. Mm. There is, um, I'll tell you what happened for me mm-hmm. is when this happened, uh, when I left. And again, keep in mind mm. that this is a decision that I have made. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the pain is even with the fact that I'm, I made I'm the that one decision. Who made decision. Yes. I identify with yes. that. Yes. Mm. So I've made the decision. I've left. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going into. I have no idea where I'm going to sleep over the next couple of nights mm. because it's not that so I have So you don't have very, a plan yet. I don't have a plan. There was nothing mm. ahead. It was a complete um it was complete darkness ahead of me mm. but then even after uh i finally um so i go stay over at a friend's uh place a couple of nights mugambi you're a lifesaver thank you mm. um and even beyond that once i identify a space of my own and i put down the deposit and i walk into that house a hallway and every call i make People ask, no, it's just that my house is empty. Doesn't have anything. So all the reflections and echoes bounce off the wall yes. back to your to your phone call and you know the truth is it bounces off back to your soul. Yes. And it becomes a stark reality that I have and again even just that move alone. Mm brings to life the fact that there is again this life that I have built mm. that has just crumbled. Yes. And I have to start afresh. So that is pain in itself. That combine that with the fact that now around that time a vast majority of people that I had come to consider friends vanish. Mm. and they disappear. Next on Living Truthfully. So I thought I was dealing properly, but I wasn't Mm -hmm. because all I was doing was consulting the bottle. The bottle here, for plain analogy, Mm -hmm. is alcohol. So I want to ask you a question. Ask. I shared a particular feedback with you. Yes. Your ex-wife. She sent me a text and said Mm -hmm. she hopes you're okay. Mm -hmm. Are you? (sighs) This is Leaving Truthfully.